This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash Boathouse Studios or subscribe to Boathouse Studios on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your ear content. That's Boathouse Studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S Studios, house spelt the German way. Well, sure, the Frinkie X7 looks impressive. Don't touch it! But I predict that within 100 years, computers will be twice as powerful, 10,000 times larger, and so expensive that only the five richest kings in Europe will own them. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. What a great quote. <laughs> What a great, great quote to to open this episode on. Uh, this is two bad neighbors. My name is Greg. My name's Alan. <laughs> Saw that twinkle in your eye. <laughs> I was I was thinking about going for it, but I wound up not, as oh, yeah. you can all see. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to uh, turn my phone onto airplane mode so we don't get any interference. Good thinking. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Sounds like you're a professional. If, if anybody else has a phone that they would might want to turn onto airplane mode. Sure. Nope. I'm turning. I'm activating more networks. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> well, as long as one of us is activating a lot of networks and everybody else doesn't have one, we should yeah, be in mm-hmm. a lot worse of a situation <laughs> than we were to begin with. This is, of course, uh, Two Bad Neighbors. And uh, Al, hmm? have, you, have you been? <laughs> I've been fine. I feel like we haven't checked in in a while. We haven't, but that's yeah. okay. Because no, I know. my life is a chaos right Maybe now. we should check in with that chaos. <laughs> I feel like it's time. Uh, well, I'm uh, moving mm-hmm. uh, into a new place mm-hmm. uh, all throughout this month. I am, uh, you know, trying to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a tough thing to do. And uh, trying to work multiple things because no one thing is providing enough income currently. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then uh, just figuring all that shit out. Yeah. Yeah. Also, going on vacation <laughs> in the middle of it all. Uh huh. <laughs> Which was not planned. I had planned this vacation when everything was stable in yeah, my life. Yeah, of course. And then, of course, uh, because I picked super cheap seats, they are non refundable. No, 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 no. Of course not. Of and course not. Yeah, one could argue just, you know, eat that cost and don't go on the trip, but I've already got the plane tickets. I'm that's not going to get money of, back. I mean, most of that's the cost. most of the cost. I'm just going to go it's just to Vancouver. It's not like I'm going to New York again. Yeah. That so you, you'll be using Canadian money. Yeah, exactly. So. so it won't be a surprise when I get back. I'm like, what? How much did that cost? <laughs> that's the it only worst. said $5 in the store. Oh, man, when it's pounds. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, I believe you. Yeah, I'll tell you that. Uh, that's going to be that's going to be fun dealing with that one. Mm. Um, okay, so. That's that's fun. What are you gonna do in Vancouver? <laughs> How long has it been since you've been out there? Uh, like since my sister lived there. I'm I didn't even sure. know she lived there. She did. Yeah, she got married there as well. Oh, well. So it might have been the wedding was the last time I was there. I haven't met your sister. No, yeah. you have. Yeah. No, I have. <laughs> I have. Did you? Yeah. When she was at your house at the very very old house when we were doing the Cinepals. Yeah, uh, that's true. She had, she had come over for i don't know the reason but we did meet for a very brief moment well i was uh, uh puppy sitting for her that might have been it uh that might have been it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh cool <laughs> trip down memory lane i felt like there i just go. opened up a facebook memory tab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go and uh, visit some friends and see uh, jenny lewis 
I'm going to that concert. Uh, who's that? Uh, Jenny Luce is yeah. the lead singer of Rilo Kylie before they broke up. Rilo Kylie isn't a person? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a talk out off mic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought it was, uh, I thought <laughs> Rilo Kylie was like, uh, a, you know, like an indie pop no. singer. No, uh, it's a band. Along the lines of like uh, Pink Floyd or something. <sighs> what? Stop it. <laughs> you know damn well what you're doing. <laughs> If you're going to pull that shit, don't do it with a band I know you love. <laughs> yeah, I do like Pink Floyd quite a bit. They're pretty cool. Yeah, especially like um, the song Mother. I think it's a mm-hmm. very, 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 good very song. good song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with a bitchin' solo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jane Lewis was in the film The Wizard. Hmm? Did you ever see that? <laughs> the Wizard? <laughs> the Wizard. Uh, with uh, Fred Savage. Oh, oh, it's with the glove? Yep, the power glove. Yeah. It's so bad. Yeah, yeah. It's a giant uh, hour and a half Nintendo advertisement. How was she in that? She was a child. Oh, okay. (laughs) How how was she in that? Yeah, she was was actually a child. She started as a child actor. Oh, good for her. Yeah, she did a lot of commercials, and then The Wizard was her first, like, big like movie and then she very quickly as she got older was like Hollywood sucks I'm I'm getting out of here I can only assume that she's right yeah that Hollywood is like uh it seems like most child actors either get consumed and destroyed by it or they get out in time Mm. and they seem like well-adjusted humans yeah (laughs) well who's the one who got consumed by it oh there's not just one (laughs) well I mean like the Corey's Sure, yeah, the felt uh, Feldman, Feldman and Corey Haim. Yeah. 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 And uh, Haley Joel. Osmond? Yeah. Haley Joel Osmond actually did it okay because he, he stepped away from Hollywood for a while. Yeah. Um, some of it did, I think he went choice. to school. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, then yeah. Uh, got fat and a big beard, and now he's really cool. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's fair. That's His <laughs> face has not changed, though. He no, still yeah. looks no, like the kid yeah. from Secondhand Lions. <laughs> hey, Mike. Uh, his, most, his most famous His role. most famous yeah. movie, Secondhand uh, Lions. That's, that's so interesting that you bring that up, Mike. Mm-hmm. I want to tell you a story. This is my <laughs> how have you been right here. Uh, I went to Victoria a little while ago and I went there with my uh, to, to visit my dad and my mom mm-hmm. but my aunt and my uncle were also there and I didn't <laughs> know that I hadn't seen them in like four or five years something like that um, and so like it's basically like meeting a stranger again that you're supposed <laughs> to make conversation <laughs> with you know like if you if you haven't seen an aunt or an uncle especially when they are like your um well, when they're not immediate family, you can say favorites. They're they're your Absolutely. least favorite, um, and <laughs> and and you haven't seen them for like four years. You can be like, uh, maybe we just shouldn't talk. That would be good, uh, but that's not that's not like a acceptable. Uh, Com- that's 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 not acceptable, right? That's yeah. you're, you're supposed to. There's some sort of like etiquette that you're supposed to show. Sure. So we go. So you do talk to them. Yeah. Is what you're saying uh, against my better judgment. And so you felt like Haley Joel in Secondhand Lines. <laughs> let me get let me get to it. Let me get to it. You met okay? Michael Caine and let me get to it. Tom Hagen, Robert Duvall, <laughs> Robert Duvall, and Boo Radley. We went out on a bike ride and we went to this cafe bar and we had a drink and we sat down out on the porch and they started talking my dad and my uncle started talking about a, like about movies and it finally got around to uh 
my uncle being like, oh, there was this really great movie. <laughs> it, uh, you know, that movie, they got these, uh, there's these two old guys in it and my dad without missing a beat, secondhand lions. <laughs> and my uncle was like, yes, secondhand lions. And he just said two old guys. Yeah, that's just... it. And <laughs> if that, if that doesn't tell you what the demographic is for secondhand lions, I don't think any, because when that movie came out, my dad fucking loved it. Sure. Yeah. yeah it is for dads. It's, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's for dads and grandpas and for Haley Jawsman stands. Yeah, yeah. If you're a completionist, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which, which most Haley we all are stands are. I mean, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, we have uh, Mike Rolf joining us. <laughs> hello. He's our, in case you're wondering who that third voice yes. is. He's our guest today. Yes. Hello. Hi. Hi. Mike. Hi. Nice uh, to be here. You're the first time on this podcast. This is my first time on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, and so we have to do another segment before we get on, which is something that we haven't done in a while. That's true. Because we haven't had a new guest on for a little while, because oh um, we're running out of friends. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's where you stand yeah. on, the, uh, <laughs> on the list. Feel so it took good. us seven years to... Uh, <laughs> Get around to, nice to be four here. years <laughs> yeah. to be fair, yeah. seven seasons, yeah, yeah. seven true, seasons, true, true. seven seasons. Uh, and he wasn't living in Calgary that there. whole time. Well, there you go, that's, yeah. the, that's mm-hmm. the reason we'll use, yeah, absolutely. It's <laughs> good enough. <laughs> also, you're a hard man to get a hold of, uh, true, mm, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, you're here because you live here now, so <laughs> also, <laughs> it's easier to get a hold of you. <laughs> on the show are usually people who live in the house, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, fair. when they're around, <laughs> they're close. <laughs> You know, Greg doesn't like to do a lot of work. That's that's true. That's true. I am I'm very uh, work averse. It's uh, it's one of the reasons work why averse. I only hold down a job for like eight months at a time, and then I'm like, I need two weeks off, and then I'm going to do Bye. something else, so nobody knows who I am, so I can start really well and then slowly peter off. Uh, it's a strategy that uh, hasn't worked out well for me. Um, oh. <laughs> that's not true sad. that's not true i've actually i actually have um i'm, I'm starting a new contract in june mm. um i'm going mm-hmm. to banff uh, again. yes this this whole story yeah in in june for listeners loyal listeners you know that greg often leaves me in the summer that's right yep that's right and that's why we have to take a summer hiatus <laughs> <laughs> and it is uh it is as the sands of time mm. turn so must I? So must the time turn. Indeed, <laughs> like a time turner <laughs> from the Harry Potman books. <laughs> now, as as we go through the summer, though, um, I'm going to make uh, every uh, attempt to be able to come back, so we can actually do some bonus episodes. Mm. So it's not going to be nearly as sparse as it was last summer, because um, that's I, what he promises now. Well. Last summer, I had two days off every four days, and I was four hours away. Hmm. This time, I'm going to have two days off every five days, like a normal person, um, <laughs> and, and I'll be like I'll an be an, I'll be an hour away. Yeah. So it's it's Canmore where I am. So 45 minutes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That if you were if you're like you're so coming back from camp. if you're coming back from a rehearsal in Okotoks, which you're doing right now, true? Uh, you could that it would be the same same time. <laughs> Right, mm-hmm. I don't have a place to live out there, though. That's more than fair. <laughs> I will. So though. I have to come you back. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Um, I, I see we were in a competition, and I won. So, Mike. Oh, good. Um, Do you want to talk about later. the other competition that we're in the middle of? I would love to. Let's bring it on. <laughs> bring it on. 
Season nine. Season nine. So far, the no's have it. So far, the no's have it. Yes. It's not a landslide. No. It's not a landslide, but we do appreciate every single piece of mail that we're getting in about yes. season nine and everyone's thoughts and opinions on it. It gives us a lot more fodder mm-hmm. and uh, empirical evidence and data to go back to when we are making our spreadsheets, which we will, for <laughs> the inevitable season nine gladiatorial showdown <laughs> exhibition 2020 XLXL. <laughs> Two bad neighbors edition. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's trademarked. I would love. I'm gonna go back and make a poster for that. <laughs> good. You need to remember what you said. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing it was recorded. Oh, good. Yeah. 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 And it's not too deep into the episode, so, so I don't have deep. to listen too long. To- <laughs> Dick. So anyway, Mike, Mike, what's your story? Yeah. That's, that's this, is a, this is the segment. It's called What's segment. Your Story? Oh, what's okay. your relationship to The Simpsons? Yeah. Uh, what's what's a favorite episode if you can name one? You know, just give us a brief synopsis of why, what you know about The Simpsons already. Sure, sure, sure. So I I know that it ran for a very long time. Uh, that mm, still it was, running, in fact. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but some say Simpsons <laughs> is still going to this day. It, some, some might say that. <laughs> Others might say. Some say it's been going for 30 years. <laughs> Had to, sorry. Yeah. No, of course. And uh, it, uh, I, I, I never really watched it growing up. I knew it was a favorite show of a lot of uh, close uh, acquaintances of mine and family members. Uh, An uncle who is also perhaps <laughs> not a favorite, <laughs> but you know he had his, he had his, uh, his moments talking about The Simpsons, and uh, and I, it always struck me as very like uh, clever and and uh, at least at least the episodes I I had seen. And there's only one episode that I ever actually truly remember till this day, like what happens in it, and I can't remember what season in it it's in. But uh, I think Bart uh, becomes part of like a boy band, and they oh, make this song like Eve Boyette Niage, and it's um, 10? twelve. Oh really? Is that far? I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. With NSYNC and yeah, yeah. I think I think it is. Um, New Kids on the Black. It's called. I, that's exactly what it is. It has so to do with Greg's New Kids gonna, on the Black. Greg's gonna look that up and see what season it's from. Um, Excellent. Um, but yeah, and just what struck me about that episode is the silliness of of the message of join the U.S. Navy right. um, and the subliminal message. And I just I found that very very funny. Yeah, fourteenth episode of the twelfth season of The Simpsons. Wow! Wow! Look at you go. Yeah, so I, know my I, I would season never 12. know that. I know my season 12. It's not something to brag about. No, I know. It's got <laughs> no. behind the laughter in it as the oh. season finale. Ugh. It's What's like that? my it's like my favorite episode of that season. Is that about Krusty? No, behind the laughter is like, you know, behind the music, the MTV or Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah, they would they did that only like a parody of it as in like behind the laughter instead right. and it was like there was like a profile of the Simpsons as if it was like a sitcom. Oh, like right, a, right, like right. a live action sitcom. Like as if like Bart Simpson was an actor. Yeah, playing Bart Simpson. Playing Bart right, Simpson. Right, yeah. right. The it's brilliant. Is stupid. It's it's absolutely <laughs> brilliant it's the uh, worst episode ever made <laughs> these, are, uh, these are great little previews <laughs> there's one uh i mean so if you want to hear us talk about that episode yeah just write just, in just write in uh we in. we sure. are doing zombie episodes for those, those that aren't aware in our on our patreon feed so if you want to hear us talk about some of these god-awful episodes <laughs> Yeah, we've already got one episode up. Yep. Yeah. And we have we have some requests for we our do. next edition yeah. of and Zombie we, Simpsons. We will reveal the next uh two episodes that we will be be, be covering at the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh so stay tuned, I guess. Yeah. Don't no. touch that 
dial. Don't That's, hit stop on don't, your player. Uh, don't and then hey, don't hit delete. <laughs> Come on, definitely don't. Don't, uh, don't mark as read. <laughs> don't listen to this American you haven't life. Read it. Yeah. Oh, oh, come come on. on, it's so out, outdone. Uh, oh. Overdone. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, those of outdone. you who aren't listening to Ira Glass, thank you for <laughs> coming back. Appreciate it. And welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. Oh no, he's here. <laughs> I actually don't remember what he sounds like. <laughs> Is that pretty good? It's pretty smooth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a very smooth talker, Yeah, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, did you say whether or not your parents were into the show? Do you know if they're into the show? I don't think they were into the show. No? Uh, no. Well, how did they feel? Like, if, if, you, if, if you were to watch it in front of them, how would they feel about that? Oh. Uh, oh, they were uh, totally fine with it. Yeah? Like, as a kid, you mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I don't know. They let us watch, like... I mean, not always knowingly, but like, let us watch South Park and stuff. So, oh, okay. Feel, you know, like, kind of like subtle acquiescence to like, you're going to do this. I'm not really going to stop you. Like, it's midnight. I'm older than you. I'm tired. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and you're a child with lots of energy. Yeah. Why don't you stay up and watch this thing? Whatever. You're not bothering anyone. You're a good kid. Like, stay up with the with the electronic babysitter. Absolutely. For a while. <laughs> You're just a lot of energy, Mike. Yeah, <laughs> You're yeah. just a lot of energy. I mean, some things don't change. No, yeah. truly, truly, <laughs> I am, I am wired. Yeah, you are a high energy guy. Yes, and yeah, it's absolutely. a lot of fun. So, um, Mike, we're yeah. talking about the episode "Much a Poo About, about nothing, nothing," which the, already love the title. Yeah, truly. yeah. Uh, have you ever been in that play, "Much Ado About Nothing"? Uh, yes. You have I, been No, in wait, 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 wait. No, no, sorry, I haven't. Which no. one were you thinking of? I was, well... Were you was... thinking of Two Gentlemen of Verona? <laughs> no. <laughs> the one that you couldn't remember, like, that, well, that last was, week? Yeah. <laughs> that was the precursor goes... to this podcast, was Two Gentlemen of Verona. Two Gentlemen of Verona. Yeah, yeah. Two Bad Neighbors. Yeah. It's, you know, natural no. progression. What did I do last week? Well, <laughs> last week you you were like, well, uh, you were you were in that, right? And you were referring to A Midsummer Night's Dream, I uh-huh. think. Yeah. Um, to which I responded... No, because it just happened last year, and he looked at me and you went, "Oh, so like the other one," as if, <laughs> as if Shakespeare only wrote two comedies. He did. <laughs> it's much ado about nothing. It's Midsummer Night's Dream and much ado about nothing. The two Shakespeare comedies we can all remember them because they have an M in it. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> to which you go. <laughs> So I don't know which one. I was like two gentlemen of Verona. Yeah, <laughs> but that's the one, right? That is the that one. That is the one. Okay, that is the one. Okay, yes. good. I'm, yes, I'm glad that I didn't make an ass of myself <laughs> twice. <laughs> that's debatable. Long podcast to go. There's uh, so much left. <laughs> before we <laughs> before we dive into the episode, yeah, we have a quick correction. Yes, we do. Uh, from our last episode, uh, two different people actually wrote in to correct us on this, so I figure it's a, a good thing to air. Yeah, I suppose so. Um, yeah, yeah. Because we made a, a heinous mistake yeah. last episode when yeah. we didn't know who Marion Barry was. Yeah, I mean, I believe I did look him up and say who he was on the episode, so did we really not? But it's the internet, so... I, mean, I, I don't remember that. myself toward. I remember you feet. looking it up, but I don't remember what you said, so I can't. I couldn't. I said he was a <laughs> he was a Washington mayor from this oh, okay. date to this date. And yeah, it's, yeah. We just didn't mention what but apparently the, everyone knows him for the crack smoke. That he, yeah, he was filmed <laughs> in a sting operation smoking crack. 
I mean, I didn't think that was like a big deal because I mean, we have uh, we had the, well, the Toronto mayor. That's just well, yeah. So it's just like a normal thing in Canadian politics. Yeah, this apparently. just happens. It's what you need to govern a city in it's Canadian true. politics. Yeah. You try. Yeah, everyone. It's cold here all the time. Yeah. You gotta try crack. Gotta, gotta it's a hell of a crack. drug. Gets you really high. <laughs> The I don't approve of the, that. The that opinions was, of the two bad neighbors yeah. do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the two, two bad, bad neighbors. neighbors. <laughs> yeah. Of either one of us. That's right. Doesn't matter who said it. We don't believe it. Mm. <laughs> uh, anyway. Don't do drugs. Stay in school. <laughs> we are talking about much a poo about nothing. Yes, we are. Which is the uh, 23rd episode of season seven. Yeah. Whoa, boy. Almost there. Almost there. Uh, written by David S. Cohen. Directed by Susie Dieter, and original air date was May 5th, 1996. But seriously, how aren't we done this yet? How are season we seven? not done season seven? I feel like we've been here almost, almost done season seven yeah. for well, because once, ever. Oh we always forget when there's a 25 episode season. Yeah. Because once you hit like, you know, well, we're getting close to 20 and Ooh, like, that's the end. Yeah. yeah. Eight? No, like, no, sorry. Like maybe three fifths through. Oh my God. God, it's I don't know the math on that. It's bananas how long these seasons were. Mm-hmm. No wonder there's clip shows. Is season eight a twenty fiver? I you remember. Don't think so, but I'm going to check. Okay. Uh, Much poo about nothing is uh, another Apu centric episode. Um, everyone's favorite Indian immigrant. No controversy around him at all. Uh, therefore, we don't need to talk about it. Um, <laughs> But this episode is Agreed. yeah that was a very that's a recent thing isn't it isn't it it still is yeah oh it still is okay 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 yeah uh, we've talked about it on other episodes as well it's, okay. there's no real need to to hammer that uh, idea Nail back the into the Mm-mm. into the ground as it were and it is yes. 25 great yeah strap in <laughs> Jesus Christ is there a clip show in that season I don't uh, there's the spinoff showcase uh, which count. is not a which is not a clip show. No. Um, I'm just because the clip show this season was 138th episode spectacular, which again was like them trying not to do a clip show. Yeah, very much so. Um, it doesn't seem like yeah, it. I don't remember actually. a clip show in this season. Yeah, no, I think there that's, is. A... That's a reason why yeah. it's often one of my favorite seasons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as a whole, because I'm like, there's no clear dud. Yeah, you don't have to skip one. Yeah. So, but then again. I like the 138th episode spectacular. No, me too. Yeah, I think me it's too. really funny. Uh, we came down uh, pretty in its favor. Oh yes. Yeah. No, I think it's. I think it's a good episode. It's just one bred out of an unfortunate situation. Yeah. Yeah. Where the they were forced to create so many episodes. Yeah. They almost had to animate <laughs> had it live. It. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Terrible strain on the animator's wrists. It is. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is also the bear episode. Because I, I often forget what leads into the Proposition Twenty Four plotline, yeah. and, it was and the it's bear. the bear tax. <laughs> I think the bear tax. I think this is this might be the last time where The Simpsons gets away with this sort of a storytelling device, uh, scot free in my mm. book. Sure. Um, well, so what's Mike, wrong with it? Mike. Oh, sorry. Okay, you asked me a question. <laughs> the 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 storytelling device that I'm referring to. Uh, I don't yeah, know yeah. if you've. Uh, if you've noticed this in any of the Simpsons episodes you've seen, is a lot of the time they will start with something that will be completely unrelated to the actual plot of the episode. Yes. And then at some point, usually in the later seasons, at the end of the first act, it will tangentially go into the actual plot of the episode. 
leaving that uh, first plot behind. It kind of feels like it's a unused story pitch from a writer's room meeting that couldn't fill an entire episode, but it could fill a first act. One act, yeah. Right. The, and, the one that I remember the most because... Is it the badger? When they lampshade it, yeah. yeah. Uh, they have this badger problem. So can we act. just say mm-hmm. as a... Um, as a as like a shorthand for it, can we call it? Uh, they're they're doing a badger. Yeah, okay. this is a badger plot. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there's got problems with the badger, and they're trying different ways to get rid of it. And then near the end, uh, Homer goes to call. It's the it's the different like, area code episode. Yeah, yeah. But so he goes to call like I think Badger Control or something. I yeah, I don't know. Some, some, some ridiculous some like that. He calls the Bear Patrol and like Badger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like it turns out like oh you need to dial a different area code for for this. And he's like what that like what's that all about? And Lisa's like oh dad didn't you know like they made two area codes in Springfield, and he's like this is an outrage. The Badger appears at the window and he goes get out of here. We got different problems now. And the Badger like sulks away and, and never so, like, the, again. the writers are like. Just putting it right out there, like, yeah, this badger, that plot's done. Go away. The character's even calling it out. Now we're moving on to something else. Right. And so and we the here play at the end. So we here at the two bad neighbors will call it the badger plot. Yeah. Sure. And the badger plot in this episode is, is the, the bear, bear plot. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Not nothing confusing there. Nope. The way uh, the reason I think they get away with it though in this particular episode is because they use the term scapegoating. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. They say, and "If uh, I can provide with you these animals." <laughs> uh, so they use the term. They use the term scapegoating when they are going like with all the fun and scapegoating of Proposition Twenty Four, that sort of thing. Um, when they when they go to Quimby the second time and they say that your problem is because of illegal immigrants, uh, they're the one. They're the reasons your tax is so high, and they literally are doing the same tactics that politicians have been doing for. Yeah. Um, it's decades yeah probably over it, a century it comes more. across as a logical uh continuation of of the plot even though arguably yeah. it isn't right yeah it makes sense that a follows b in the sense that the bear is the problem they do the bear tax they're mad about the bear tax and then he's and like well it's because of the immigrants yeah <laughs> yeah because yeah. it's the political tactic yeah right? it seems seems logical that quimby would do that it's a po- and they're using the right character yes to yes. do it Absolutely. Uh, and that's a huge part of good writing. And this is one of the things that I think keeps season seven in firmly in the golden age mm-hmm. is that the plot lines in season seven might, to an undiscerning eye, not seem that different from plot lines that are present in season 12. Uh, in like a in like a regular old episode of, say, season 12, um, you could see a plot line like the bear tax in there. Uh, but the writing in season 12 would be so clumsy in its pivot mm-hmm. that you would feel jarred at, <laughs> when the first commercial yeah. break comes up. Yeah. Um, right. cause after it, you're just like, what, what? where, how yeah. did what I get happened? here? Yeah. <laughs> there was a badger. What? Yeah. 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 They what badgered the me. Badger? Yeah. Um, and so this is one of the things that because I've heard some people uh, say that like some of these episodes are a little uh, feel a little zombieish, um, and I think that's just because the plots are getting a little heightened, mm-hmm. a little bit um, more away from Earth. Like starting with, of course, uh, Deep Space Homer, um, you you literally start getting bigger and larger than life, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And what what keeps them really in there and really in the pocket of the 
well, golden years, is the fact that they're well written. Yes. And the the And the, what we know about space, I mean, and really how infinite it is. When yeah. you think about it, Homer going like just a little bit out of our atmosphere. It's not, not that, that big, big not that big a deal. Of I things. mean, have you seen Interstellar? <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He goes he goes behind a bookshelf. Yeah, he goes yeah. right behind it. Right behind it. Yeah. He gets the quantum data. Yeah. <laughs> he tells Murph. Yeah. Murph to, to do things. Yeah. It was him all <laughs> With along. His book. <laughs> it's the only thing that transcends dimensions. Love. 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 Exactly. Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. Is the only thing that transcends dimensions. <laughs> <laughs> that we've seen. Yeah. No one else has gone you, in that black hole. Uh, what, uh, what are, mm-hmm. um, Tars. Care, Is this Tars uh, talk? No. Uh, Care Dillia from Who? Uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. <laughs> He plays Dave. Sure. Yeah. I'm not pronouncing that name right. But Dave. He's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> it is. How you pronounce yeah. it? Yeah, it's pronounced Dave. Yeah. Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> has a little <laughs> ding accent uh-huh. at the it's end. You know, we're French. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, Wilson and Johnson. French. <laughs> <laughs> the Frenchest names there are. That's right. <laughs> you know, hmm. Mike... Yes. You've been quiet. Yes. I'd love to know what you thought about this episode. <laughs> Just top to bottom. <laughs> top to bottom. Full 100 page review. Go. Full <laughs> Monty. Oh XXL. Wait a minute. <laughs> I didn't agree to this. It's been a long time since I've had to write an essay this quickly. Uh, uh, I, I, ultimately, like what i really love about it so you know what you're it's interesting what you said about the bear uh the badger scenario involving the bear because until you said that i had actually even just watching it like five ten minutes ago have totally forgotten how we got into Mm -hmm. the issue that it was so it's just like it's really interesting that you were like oh i totally forget that that we start this this is also the bear episode Um, because I totally forget that, like, because w- the me- the real meat of it is, is about, uh, where we decide to place blame mm-hmm. and where that, um, in humans feels so satisfying. And we, you see it all the time, um, just in your regular, like news feed, if you're like a huge Facebook social media user, right? Like you go through and you're scanning and you're like, you're like, oh my gosh, people are sending a lot of anger and and a lot of blame in one direction towards a usually towards a group of people mm-hmm. um and you know this this episode came out in 1996 i think like yep. you said right first first aired in that uh decade and at that time i was four <laughs> <laughs> so to be fair what i cared about most was like get over here like i was oh, playing yeah. mortal Kombat, and like <laughs> wait you were playing mortal Kombat? <laughs> absolutely well absolutely. the movie had just come out that's true. So, yeah, I was I having mean, a great time. I, let's I mean, get into it. L- listen, when I was four, like, I was, <laughs> when I was four, I was reading books because <laughs> they didn't have and computers, it and it shows. Ah, <laughs> uh, and it shows. Been waiting shows. a long time to do that one. Yeah, he got me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really did. <laughs> Zing. Yeah, I'm seventy-two. <laughs> <laughs> and when I was four years old, I was reading. <laughs> When I was a boy, video games were called books. Brief aside, probably not brief, but... Um, and you made a world in your head. Is that how you think you're going to talk when you're 72? <laughs> like, voice-wise yeah, or specific yeah, yeah. words? No, yeah, voice-wise. Okay, uh, voice-wise. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Even if I don't, like, if I if I become, like, 72 and, like, my voice is just like this, like, it's just a bit deeper or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would be like, you know what? No, 
I'm going to talk like oh, this like now. This. <laughs> and like, like, maybe I'll have grandkids. I don't fucking know. And they'll be like, Grandpa, like, tell us a story. And I'm like, well, gather around, kids. And let me tell you. And I'll be like, whoa. <laughs> they'll be like, Grandpa's voice. <laughs> He totally just like got his youth back through the power of storytelling. And you're saving it for the wow. theatrical part. Oh, obviously, yeah, yeah. naturally, yeah. naturally. It's like but, it's like uh, Albert Finney and Big Fish, you know, I'm a theatrical person. Emma, <laughs> <laughs> I was destined for larger things. <laughs> a Scotsman with a uh, Southern accent. Oh my Amazing. God! See, that's why they cast you and McGregor. Right. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. God, he's great in that he's movie. He's so good. Oh my God. I love I love him going to that town, finding his favorite poet, and just being like, no. I love I, I love more. him planting those daffodils and asking Alison oh, Loman to marry him. Absolutely. It's so fairy tale. So beautiful. It's great. I love you and I will marry you. That's right. Oh, he totally <laughs> does that. And then Steve Buscemi shows up later and he leaves that, you know, that like apple pie place behind and he's in the bank and you <laughs> and right. McGregor meets him in the bank and is like, he's what are you doing here? And he's like, uh, I'm robbing this place. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you really <laughs> chose to seize your life. Hey, you yeah. really, you went one to 60 very fast. Like yeah. that's what that movie, that's that movie. That's it's what it's all about. It's about it's seizing the moment, seizing, seizing absolutely. life and, uh, and you know, and being a big fish, being a big fish. It's a carp diem yeah. instead of... That's right. <laughs> instead of carpe diem. That's right. None of that it's carps uh, of fish. accent stuff. Yeah, I don't know if you... Dave. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a very, very clever on my part. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I'm, I'm agreeing I with needed you. a bigger reaction. Carp diem. Seize carp. the fish. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Tonight we're having... probably translate into fish the day. <laughs> so diem, the... diem means day. That's, that's like... Uh, fish that's, fillet. That's... What, what is that? That's the... Um, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's Hemingway. Right there. <laughs> Fish the day? Fish the day. The old man in the sea. Are you just rhyming? Or? <laughs> Fish the day. Hemingway. Yeah, all right. We're, we're doing this. Maybe Rhyme I'll off. Go eat some hay <laughs> down by the bay. No, I just may. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> Any hoot. Anyway. <laughs> Let's find our way back. I don't know how. No worries. We're talking about the Bears Simpsons. eat fish. Bears, Bears do eat, eat fish. There's a bear in the Have you seen oh, that God. salmon commercial? A... <laughs> no. <laughs> where he, where the bear fights Why? the man? Yeah, where the, bear, the can of salmon. Where, yeah, Absolutely. the bear fights the man for what? the salmon. <laughs> Absolutely, and but they just like they are so into that. They yeah. just like beat the yeah, they beat the, the crap out of each other. Out of each other. It's so great. <laughs> I can't remember who wins, but honestly, because of the execution, I don't care. Go find this commercial. It's called it's John West Salmon, <laughs> and uh, watch it. The brand. It's super funny. And uh, fun fact, uh, friend of the show, Bryn, mm -hmm. uh, her dad worked on that commercial. No way. Wow. Yeah. As a carpenter. No way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a carpenter character. No, not as a no, no, like no. as a set carpenter, you <laughs> no. know, like to build stuff for the for the he shoot. Said worked on that commercial. I immediately thought like on he was screen, in it, yeah. <laughs> as a carpenter, because I have no concept of what goes on behind the scenes of things. I'm no, just, of course, you know, yeah. of course. Why would actors you? Actors are the only important part of a filmmaking process. I mean, they're on the screen. <laughs> they're they're the what I get the most. At, why yeah. would why would they be? They're know? the most attractive. So. <laughs> Such as Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman That's with right. their dead eyes. And they we're back. <laughs> with their dead we're eyes. talking about this episode. Um, Alan, mm -hmm. thoughts? Uh, relevant. Mm -hmm. episode to Has today's... it ever not been, I mean, do you yeah, think? That's the thing. Uh, the whole 
conflict, if that's what you want to call it, about immigration, especially in uh, Western civilization, is always a point of contention. Um, it definitely seemed ramped up when, uh, you know, November 8th, 2016, somewhere around there? Ish. Yeah. If we want to put a date on I it. I mean, yeah. It was a Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but yeah, because of that, obviously, I think it's in the uh, the general you guys consciousness. Fucked a bit up more. so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, every time I have a moment to say it, I just have to tell America so that they bad. fucked up so hard. I'm not saying Canada didn't. We just elected a pretty shitty government here in Alberta. Yeah. Um, so I'm, did Ontario. I mean, like, I'm willing to give them a. We're likely gonna yeah. do the same thing. Yeah, we're probably gonna yeah, do the exact same for thing, a Prime Minister. But I mean, you started it, so it's true. Yeah, <laughs> you've you've made it seem. Plausible. You yeah. started it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we always that. follow your lead, and it's just, I don't like it. Yeah. So, anyway, sorry. Mm-hmm. No, I was, I was just going to say it's, yeah, it feels relevant in that sense because it is, um, I mean, our quote unquote hero of the show is Homer. Like, that's kind of yeah. the character we follow, right? And so seeing him go through this journey of <laughs> first being like, 100% buying into what the politicians tell him is to blame, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah. like I agree. Homer say get out. Um, and then meeting an actual meeting, but like getting to know an actual person that this is going to affect Apu, and his first reaction isn't, we got to do something about this. It's, man, I'll that sucks. You. I'm going to miss you. <laughs> yeah. Because he's still all in he's on, so all in. You know, th- this is the problem, and this, like, the only solution is to deport them all. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then, of course, you know, through getting to know him even a bit more and actually learning about how much Apu loves the co- this country. Uh, by this country, I mean the United States of America, not mm-hmm. Canada. Uh, in case <laughs> they are confused, different. They are country. two different places. Um, but learning that through him makes him want to uh, vote against the proposition, work against the proposition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, of course, I think also what I like about the episode is it kind of shows that even if that does happen on a very personal level for even hundreds of people, it's still so hard to like change the political climate. So like, you know, the end of the episode I think is pretty apt where it's like, you know, so many people that we see are fighting against this proposition, but unfortunately 95% of the people of Springfield still Still. vote. Yes. Yeah. On 24. Yeah. Um, And that's, you know, it's kind of how I felt with our most recent Alberta election where like, you know, you're in your own kind of, social media bubble in a lot of ways where totally. I see everyone that I know really well or, you know, trust, care about are very adamantly against a certain politician. And then he wins anyway, because that group that I know isn't the whole province, you know, unfortunately the province is yeah. made up with lots of other people. Yeah. Thousands, and literally yeah, millions. Literally. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably, yeah. I, I think a billion in about Alberta. Yeah. It's about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's a, yeah. yeah, actually we're, we're coming up on 2 billion now. Yeah. Like they we're call pretty, it, they oh, call man, it the boom. secret billion. Uh-huh. The secret billion. Um, don't tell anyone. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Ooh, no. Okay. Cut this up. To, yeah. um, uh, 38 <laughs> minutes. There you go. Done. It clocked. Uh, <laughs> Let me write a but, note. So I like seeing that, you know, there was a solution for Apu. But yeah. it didn't solve the the overarching issue, which is just you know politics and uh, general disdain for quote unquote the other, yeah. which in this case oh, is the immigrants, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, you see them. I mean, you don't. Sorry, I looked right at Greg when I said that. Uh, <laughs> people often <laughs> yeah. see see them as as other, and therefore you know lesser or to blame or you know not what I want in my life, and it's just it's 
it's an interesting uh, journey to like realize how not true <laughs> that is with so many people in your life. Um, and I think the big thing is just exposure. Like the more you're exposed to lifestyles or ideas or cultures that you're not familiar with, the more accepting you can be of it. It's not a one-to-one theory, you know, it's not going to happen for everybody, um, but it helps a lot. It's I know for myself growing up in Lethbridge, Alberta, which yeah. is a very like Mormon heavy uh, mm. conservative uh, town, it took me quite a while to like learn a lot of like just normal, in my opinion, normal basic human stuff, <laughs> which is, yeah, totally. you know, uh, people that you see as quote unquote others are not. Yeah. Uh, y- unless you argue everyone is, you know, yeah. like everyone's right. a different person than you. <laughs> So everyone's another, <laughs> yeah. But uh, at the same time, we're also all human. Yeah, <laughs> we're all yeah. just we all have the same hopes and dreams and needs and like things like that. And you know, maybe uh, think people sit in their offices different than you. I don't know. <laughs> no, you're, you're you're no, you're absolutely right. Seeing being being able to to uh, be around people who are different from you, different from you. Um, in the way they look, in the way they um, live their lives, in, in, in the way that they raise their families, it's, it's, it's good. It's always good mm-hmm. because that just exposes you to humanity. Mm-hmm. And, and how variable it is. And yeah, and the fact that, hey, the person sitting across from you might act differently than you. It, it might feel different, but the person sitting across from you is a human being. Mm-hmm. And that's so very important. And they have, when you think about it, they have the ex- exactly what you said, exact same needs and, and wants as you. And all they want is a good life. Absolutely. Tr- quite quite literally, uh, the, the only thing that, that really um, draws us apart is not recognizing that we are actually the same. And that is why the word scapegoat really... Absolutely. stuck out to me mm-hmm. in this episode yeah. because it is such a a common uh political and gross tactic that mm-hmm. you can use to get people on your side or against a certain group it is a it's a propaganda technique mm-hmm. that goes back centuries Absolutely. Um, but particularly decades particularly about <laughs> eight of them now mm-hmm. yeah. um when it of course is used in really really destructive ways in uh in in europe and then throughout russia and now in the united states of america and of course i wouldn't be doing our country any justice if i didn't say that it wasn't being used here in many many different ways just to make people feel unsafe about the people around them so that they will try and find safety in the way that things used to be when that never really existed in the first place. <laughs> You're being promised a pack of lies, everyone. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Lies for a utopia that never existed. No. Absolutely. <laughs> Things all- were way worse in the past. <laughs> it's, it's always been a dystopia. So let's try yeah. and make it a good one, okay? Yeah. Let's try and turn that around into a fruitopia. <laughs> in the words of Stephen Hawking. <laughs> Like, can you imagine if if some politician was like, you know, oh, my platform is get rid of cars, bring back horses. People would be like, what? No, 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 no absolutely not. not. No. 
that's a very like uh, <laughs> um, extreme example, but that's essentially what a lot of politicians are doing, just on a very micro level, where you don't realize how ridiculous it is to revert to past ideas versus the current ideas, which are arguably, most of the time, much better. Yeah, it's yeah. all about keep moving forward, everybody. Yeah. Don't go backwards, because the if we go backwards, we'll drop nuclear bombs on each other, because mm -hmm. we've done that. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. there you go. Hiroshima... Everybody, of it. you don't have to. You don't have to say anything. Nagasaki. Else. <laughs> uh, let's let's actually. Little boy, <laughs> fat man, Enola Gay. Yeah, All never right. forget. Enola Gay. Right. Um, let's talk about the actual episode itself. Um, okay. What? I'm <laughs> never. I'm I'm of the personal opinion that um, we rarely do uh, an, an MVP where uh, <laughs> Dan Castellaneta or Harry Shearer don't win it. <laughs> In this episode, it's Hank. Yeah. By a wide margin. Mm -hmm. uh, he's doing some, personally, fuck it, he's doing some really good work in this episode. Mm -hmm. He's he's really good in this episode, not just as Apu, but also as uh, <laughs> Professor Frank. I think. Oh, true. Yeah. I think, yes. I think his one scene, yeah. Yeah, his one scene as Professor Frank, I think is super funny. <laughs> Don't touch it. Yeah. Is, yeah. is so good. Um, but the the... The depth he brings to uh, to Apu mm -hmm. is so needed for this episode to continue working. Well, and I, I mentioned last episode uh, in Flying Hellfish one uh, <laughs> how much I appreciated uh, Dan's grandpa younger voice. Yep. And I think similar to that idea, in this episode, Hank does Apu trying to do an American accent voice. Yep. Oh, and so it works good. very well because like obviously Hank could just talk in his normal voice. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. has an American accent, but you need to have the Apu flavor there for it to really come across as actually something this character is saying and not just mm -hmm. like a weird, oh, suddenly he's got a different voice. It's a challenge and, as what he's supposed to do is like he's a, an Ill illegal immigrant who mm -hmm. is posing as an American. Yes. So there's two layers to the performance. You have who exactly what you're saying, like who he is as Apu and then like his almost like his view on American, like <laughs> Apu's vision of American culture, which is, what does he call him? The Nymets? The Nymets. Nymets. Yeah. Yeah. They're his favorite squadron. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. they're his favorite squadron. That's yeah. one of the great jokes yes. in Simpsons Absolutely. history. The Nymets are my favorite squad. Let's which watch I the baseball match. Yeah, which I 100% did not get, did not clock when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, like I just thought he was saying something weird. Like also because I didn't know baseball teams. Yeah, no. So I didn't know who the Nets, the the, the, <laughs> the Mets, Nets were. Well, the um, Nets were a basketball <laughs> team, I believe. They might still be one, actually. Absolutely. So you're not very far off. But mm -hmm. please continue. What about the bets? The bets are uh, it's a gambling problem that I have, mm, and <laughs> that leads to debts. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> Move on. Yes, let's. Um, but yeah, the Nymets, uh, I just thought that was a team, right? Like that, they yeah. were called the yes. Nymets. Right. And then, so once I realized what he was doing, and it was the New York Mets, but he was just pronouncing NY as Nye, I was like, mwah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> La mot juste. Cherry on top. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. But actually, what I really, really love about that, actually, now that we're disseminating it a little bit, I really, really love that he says nine mats, and then his next, Apu's next challenge is to take this test to to say that he has, like, this this amnesty test is basically say, you've been here long enough, take the American, like, uh, history test, and they're like, oh, my God, you need to know 200 years of stuff in mm -hmm. order to do this. And he doesn't he understand... 
baseball. Like he's like nine yeah. minutes. Like I don't, I don't like that's silly and ridiculous and funny, but like it makes sense. He doesn't know anything about it. And when, yet when he goes into that test, Homer's the one training him, <laughs> which is a huge issue from anyone who taking from someone who never actually watches the show. <laughs> I'm already worried yeah. um, about Homer's involvement in Apu's training. I even think I said, Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, everyone at the table has a look of concern except Apu when he's like, I'll, t- I'll tutor you. And, and it's one of the great mysteries of this episode where I'm always like, then don't let him do it. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> like the entire family, including grandpa are like, Oh boy, like Homer training Apu about this isn't going to be, isn't going to go well, but then they just let him do it. <laughs> Lisa <laughs> anyway. only comes in at the end and just says, all right, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Thank so goodness you got weird, it. weird that they were just like, yeah, this is going to be bad, but what are we going to do? He's he'll do it. Anyway, <laughs> goodbye. I'm going to school or whatever. I don't yeah. know what they were doing. <laughs> it was nighttime. Right. <laughs> Probably wasn't school. Probably not. But it does go it does go to show that Apu clearly likes history. Yeah. Um, likes America. And likes general. America yeah, a like lot. Learning about the history of America and all that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it doesn't give a shit about baseball. <laughs> His scene or with, pop culture, I would say too. Yeah, his, is, yeah. his. Oh yeah, pop culture. Tom Cruise and <laughs> <laughs> that 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 makes perfect sense to me though. Yeah. Like that doesn't seem like if you really if you if you take out the fact if you take out the fact that he is uh, that he's an immigrant, um, the fact that he doesn't like sports not weird. No, yeah, right. <laughs> um, tons of us would make that joke. The Nymets are my favorite squadron. The Van Chucks mm-hmm. are my favorite <laughs> hockey consortium. Yep, right. Um, so, and, and like there, there are obviously some, a lot of people who consider like, uh, uh, celebrity magazines gross sure. and atrocious and I'm one of them. Right. So like, I completely get that. Um, and his conversation with Marge about why he stayed he was like, I wanted to get a job at the quickie market. I wanted to pay off all my debts. And once I was clean, I was ready to go. Mm-hmm. But I already but made so many friends. I made, I made so many friends. And yeah. I, I, this was this became my home mm-hmm. after so many years because he was here for so long. And it just it felt it didn't feel right to leave. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. I mean, that's like in a very, very different sense. It's, you know, me just moving to Calgary, which is just two hours away from my hometown. Yeah. I moved here because I got a gig and I was like, you know, I'll live there for a bit and see what happens. Yeah. I haven't left because I fell in love with the city. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it happens like you you make a plan and then uh, Ganesh laughs. And you know, yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Make the protesters yeah. go away and I'll give you the whole bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Bribing a god <laughs> with you who you ever had you who I haven't. Have you? Yeah. Tell me about it's it. Gross. Yeah. Okay. It sounds bad. <laughs> I always thought because I I would see it on American pop culture things yeah, and true. be like, ooh, like a you know, it's a popular chocolate milk. Mm-hmm. Is it's it not. chocolate water? It's chocolate water. Pretty. Oh. Much. It's like a chocolate. I, I think it's called like the you know the description is like chocolate flavored drink. Oh, that's what they call it. <laughs> so it just tastes like chocolate water. <laughs> like, you, ever, you ever like chocolate mio? No one I, wants a chocolate mio. I don't. I don't <laughs> like it when things are called blank flavored drink <laughs> i don't like the descriptor drink, drink okay i don't like it when it's co- i i know it's not like i, I know that <laughs> almond milk doesn't exist because there's no almond nipple right so 
So I know the appropriate term is either almond drink or almond juice. And almond juice (laughs) just sounds gross. But almond drink (laughs) is terrible. (laughs) And it's what they (laughs) put in Starbucks coffee. Do you think someone just like... Like squeezed an almond and it like dripped out, you know, white liquid and they're like, oh, it's milk. <laughs> or do you think it was more, you know, milk sounds more pleasing? I, I think it's milk sounds more pleasing. Absolutely. I honestly think Absolutely. that's the reason. Um, I think people were stupid. And I think they were just, they're just like, hey, it's milk. Weird. Well, that's true. People were idiots for a very long time. Arguably still are. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I count myself among them. Mm-hmm. So Me too. <laughs> Not me though. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you're drinking, you know, yeast flavored drink. I am right now. It um, it's quite delicious, and uh, it's getting. And if me... beer was marketed that way, it yeah. would not be popular. No, it's uh, tink. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not drinking. I know you're not. I am, mm-hmm. and I'm drunk right now. I'm good. Oh, there it is. Oh, there it is. Lousy drunks. Lousy immigrants. <laughs> so Mo's an immigrant. He is. Yeah. From Italy, I guess. Yeah. Or from uh, no, his name's Sislak, so probably. But Poland. we have that moment in uh, Bart's inner child where he has his inner child say, "How come you don't talk with your accent no more?" Oh, maybe he that's is Italian. Italian. That's, that's right. Mamma that's mia. Right. That's right. That's right. That's so. from the. That's from many seasons before. So mm-hmm. that is accurate. Thank you. Yeah, nailed it. Nailed <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, so but I just think it's funny that he's one of the first to uh, express outrage at the immigrants. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When it turns out he is one. Well, he's That's um, class classic projection. Yeah, he's he's deflecting. Yeah. Yeah. He want he doesn't want anybody to know. Absolutely, it's a right? tactic. That's why he wears a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's ashamed of it, which is sad. <laughs> but apparently, he passes his amnesty test. Unfortunately, <laughs> I hate Mo. If yeah, no, Mo's the worst. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can't stand Mo. Why? What is, what is it said about Mo? Oh, I mean, he's like a, I can probably like, guess. Oh, well, he's a bad human he's, he's being. A bad person, like yeah. he's a like he's always played as a makes he's some funny. D- he's pretty funny moments. Yeah, yeah, but absolutely. he's a horrible human. Yeah, yeah. he's a yeah. very very bad person. Absolutely. And like it's just like yeah. And his treatment of Barney right is a little bit strange. I don't mind that. That's you, fine. No, that's a good relationship. No, it's not. It's, it's not. But I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. It's I like don't being able really to get anything from your dealer at any time at every. Part Although of it is day, weird like. that they apparently like Moe's bar has like possession of Barney. Uh, what it's in this episode? Remember Barney gets like tranquilized. The bear patrol or whatever. The forest <gasps> guard takes the bear oh, away. Yeah, he's netted. And then, and then uh, Barney's being loaded into Moe's truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Naturally. Right, like property of. Yeah. Like, yeah, like this, totally. is, this is your, your responsibility, Mo. He's like, all right. Here we go. <laughs> all right. I'll take him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I wanted to um, bring up the, uh, the, the, the the citizenship test that, that Abu takes. Yeah. No, I... Uh, I just want to go a little bit further with uh-huh. it. Um, when he gets asked, because this this has come up in the in the news sure. a lot recently, um, which is just something interesting. How like things just kind of cycle back around. Uh, things that were once taken as fact are now up for debate again. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, what was the cause of the American Civil War? What? Is the one what? is the one question that we hear. We hear that. We hear that. Yeah, that's the last question that he's that he's asked in the episode. Oh, in, in the, the episode. Yeah, I thought you meant yeah, like in life still. Uh, yeah, I too was like. No, life. we hear that a lot. Explain. 
in the United States, uh -huh. yes. if you were to ask random passers-by on the sure. street in certain territories of the United States, they would not list slavery as one of the causes of the Civil War, as one of the chief causes. They would list states' rights first. Mm. Okay. Like the states' rights to own slaves. So, okay. um, I, what I call those people uh, are racist. So. You are correct. <laughs> However, there is a gross percentage of people who believe this. No, I know. And Absolutely. that's, I mean, that's a... A big that I, that people. idea and like the you know Confederate flag and like uh, the the Confederation statues and like all that controversy and stuff is all a whole mess that just yeah. bums me. Out. It it bums me out as well, but it it reminds me like this episode reminds me of that sort of thing. So when it comes up in this episode, I'm like, oh, this is great. The answer is so great because he's he's saying such a wonderfully nuanced answer as if he's a, an historian right absolutely and i There's get so to many different causes yeah right? Just... i get to spend a lot of time with historians and it's really great in a time like this because nothing is ever as simple as oh the civil war was because of slavery right um, oh yeah. yeah yeah it's like it's it is there are states rights there are international factors but in the Confederate Constitution. Just say slavery. It says, yeah, it says, we want to own people. <laughs> Please and, don't take our slaves away. And in the other one, you know, the ones who aren't traitors to the United States, uh, because uh, that's a fact. Like, mm -hmm. the Confederacy, oh, yeah. they're a group oh, yeah, of traitors was, to yeah, the United States, oh, no God. matter how they're, you cut it. They're usurping. Yeah, they're treason. Tre they're treason committing now. treason. Um, they're, they are... Um, not wanting to do that anymore, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's it was said by like the vice president of the Confederacy. It was said in the Constitution of the Confederacy. So yeah, there's a bunch of different reasons, but the main one being they want to own people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look how nice my yard is. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. You can't do have that. slaves. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you can't. You can't have slaves, my yeah. God. You can't do that anymore. You can't do that. And, I know your lawn looks aw. great, but you gotta just go with the flow. Okay? And I just, I just love that the that the that the guy who's running the test just stops him and was like, just, just, just yeah. tell me, just, just say, say, just say slavery, because he gets that he gets. He's it. like, I know you he's know. Like, yeah. So this isn't like you know. This like, isn't. Yeah. This is all I'm looking for. You've already kind of said it. Yeah. Just say that. We'll move on. Yeah. yeah. Say it. Move on. And it's like, oh, it used to be that easy. It used to be that it easy. Sure, used to be. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Um, we all you know, seem you know, to. We, we gotta make, gotta make it great again. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why did you do this, America? <laughs> um, enough shitting on America for a minute. No, you <laughs> know what? The other thing, <laughs> <laughs> and another thing. And one Why did you let the Simpsons keep going? <laughs> Why did you do that? Because now we gotta do these zombie episodes. We don't like it. <laughs> Why can't I get a Nathan's hot dog here in Calgary? <laughs> there was one place. There was one place in Calgary that served Nathan's hot dogs. And now they're closed. Wait, was there? Yeah, there was. What was it? It was a smoked meat shop in Marta Loop. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. Wouldn't be the same, though. Yeah, they're gone now. Yeah. yeah. You got to be on that boardwalk. They friend. weren't the same. No. Yeah. No, they weren't. I'm sorry to say it. It's and okay. that's probably why they're closed. Because <laughs> they weren't been to the Nathan's? same. Have you been to New York? Have I been to New York? Hmm. Let me see. Yes. Oh, God. Wow. <laughs> Having a conversation with you is infuriating. <laughs> <laughs> it is a chore. <laughs> <laughs> this is 
good episode, guys. Uh-huh. This is going really well. I was just curious if you had Nathan's hot dog on the boardwalk near Coney Island. Oh, no. Like the original, where it was originally. No. Uh, yeah, I did, and it was amazing. I actually haven't been to Coney Island. Hello. Uh, yeah, I mean, I did and didn't, because it was actually closed right. when I went. <laughs> so, which there's a, there's a picture of me with my hands on the gate to Coney Island looking very sad yeah. because I was so excited. That was like one of my, I had it in my itinerary. Like yeah. this day is going to be Coney Island day. I'm going to go on the, the, <laughs> the uh, tilt a world. Tilt- skipping. <laughs> you were skipping over the cyclone. There. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of the oldest still operating uh, wooden roller coasters, uh, getting Nathan's hot dog. Like all this, I was so excited. And then, yeah, we got there and it's like, oh, it's got like seasonal hours <laughs> or like seasonal times. <laughs> Dang. And I'm in the off season. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I can see all the rides. <laughs> Just turn them on. <laughs> it's very nice out. Um, I see someone on the other side of the gate. Hey, you. Yeah. Hey, you. let me in. Dude, uh, come on. One away. ride. You know the closest I ever got to Coney Island? Mm. The Warriors. Like the film? The film, yeah. Oh, the, I don't know if that counts. The climactic showdown of the Warriors takes place on Coney Island, because that's where they're Come from. Yeah. But you, didn't get, you weren't like on the set? Hmm? Yeah, I was. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, you... Are... Walter Hill and I? Oh, did you play, Good did you play Willie Warrior? <laughs> hmm? You played Willie Warrior in that movie. Yeah, I did. Yeah. He was a little kid. He was, yeah, the little yeah. kid. Yeah. yeah, you know. At the end, they're like, "You're gonna be a great warrior someday, <laughs> Willie." And then the whole that's the final zoom in shot yeah. on on Willie Warrior. That's me. Uh, cool. Oh, yeah, congrats. and my baby blues. <laughs> Why? You know, I never knew that age changed the color of your iris. <laughs> <laughs> it does. I'm also seventy two years <laughs> old. Surprise, listeners. <laughs> this is actually a secondhand Lions podcast. <laughs> That's right. Michael Caine. <laughs> what a phenomenal once-in-a-century talent, mm-hmm. I will tell you that. And Duvall, Bobby, as I call him. Mm-hmm. The judge. <laughs> the judge. The judge. Uh, he, is, he should be a judge for all of the great performances he's done. An honorary knighthood, perhaps. Mm. For... for, for. Top Robert Duvall. Yeah, top, Robert Duvall. Top five Duvall performances. Go. Okay, starting with the number five, uh, The Godfather. Okay. Sure. Part the, two. The, oh, part two. Okay. The Godfather. Part sure. one. Part one. Then. It better be. Excuse me. It's not Godfather Part Three. No, because no, he he's not in that. that. Then we go to The Judge. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Good. So far, you're just naming ones we've talked about, except for Godfather, which well, are the two I'm, obvious ones. Go on. I mean, it's an outstanding film. Then we go Apocalypse Now. Okay. Oh. And then, like, those are all way, way down. And okay, then number, number one, one with a bullet is Secondhand Lions. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! I was actually very excited to hear what your favorite one was, and then you pulled this shit. Um, no, I actually really, um, if if I if I could be perfectly serious, my favorite performance from Robert Duvall is, is Apocalypse Now. Yeah, and then like probably fifth would um, it's. It's definitely like his his two roles in um in, in the Godfather, mm-hmm. right? Like Godfather one and two. And he's he's actually really good in, in second hand lines, but I I think he's also really, really good in like maybe his like best old man Duvall role is gone in sixty seconds. <laughs> I actually really do like him in that. I forgot he was in that. Yeah, he's very good. <laughs> you see the the guy order him to to 
to gun all those no cars no no he's the seconds. he's the old mechanic who would like strip the cars oh, right. for yeah, yeah. for for cage right. yeah yeah kind of relating to the episode that we're talking about about slavery oh I'd love to hear that wasn't Robert Duvall this is kind of a six degrees moment. Robert Duvall, wasn't he in Thank You for Smoking as like an old cigar smoking? Like Sam Elliott. Yeah. Sam Elliott was the Marlboro <laughs> Man. Yeah. 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 Wasn't he like, wasn't he in that? Robert Duvall? Yeah. No, you're thinking of Sam Elliott. You're thinking of Sam Elliott. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Let's can, not I do. Can, let's not do this again. I can <laughs> no, 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 no. You, you can't. <laughs> can't mention that. <laughs> but I really I'm, want to. It's really, really okay, funny. Okay, 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 okay. Go ahead. No, that's fine. Um, I'm actually. So Anthony, <laughs> I wonder if Robert Duvall is in Thank You for Smoking. I think he is. What I meant, to, like he's. I swear he's Definitely like this older gentleman. A, yeah, he's like an old smoky guy. And he and he ends up dying in the movie. But like something that's so interesting about him and his representation in the film is that he has this whole private smoking lounge to himself, and the only waiters and waitresses in that salon are black. Oh. And the only people who serve there are black. And this is, like, I mean, the movie, I think, takes place in, like, now. So yeah, like, yeah, when yeah. When it came out, yeah. it was, like, 2000-whatever, when, when people still very much, like... Yeah, 2005. 2005? No, 2006. Sorry. Um, 2006. Where... 2005 was its TIFF release date. <laughs> Excuse. So... <laughs> Followed by its major release. Yeah. So well, I mean, they go through edits in, in after March that, so it's not, it's not really the final product. Um, but yeah, Robert Duvall is definitely in it. He plays uh, the captain, the yes. founder for the Academy it, for to- Tobacco Studies. Yes, which, which is... Which I do remember now. Exactly. Yeah. And, um, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I own it. It's a good movie. Watch it. I do, too. I like that movie. You do? Yeah. Yeah, I really like it. We should watch it. Yeah, I've <laughs> seen it like three or four times. I, I do very much enjoy it. Yeah. I enjoy the performances. I enjoy the execution. Um, but yeah, you, I just you know what's it... a good Bobby Duvall performance? What's that? Yeah. Open range. Oh. oh shit! Yeah. Oh say okay. Clear the board. Uh, <laughs> he's so good in Open Range. Yeah. Have you seen that movie? I said oh as if I had, but I have not. It's so <laughs> good. It's so good. Kevin Costner is a really good director. Great. I really wish he did more movies. I feel like he has the capability. I mean, currently probably out of the spotlight, but. Well, I mean, like, because Open Range was the last movie he did, and it wasn't a huge box office success, but it didn't cost that much either. It's just a very simple cowboy movie, very simple old Western style movie with uh, him and Nett Benning and Robert Duvall. And it is gorgeous. It is just gorgeous to look at. Like, Dances with Wolves is, to me, Costner's second best movie that he's directed. I think Open Range is, like, truly his best movie. And I will go to the mat for it. Absolutely. Bring it on. Yeah. Bring it on. <laughs> bring it on. I'll watch it. Fight to the finish. Yep. All or nothing. All or nothing, boy. And then bring it on again. <laughs> in, it, in it to win it. And then we're in it to win it, of course. Uh, <laughs> we all know the Bring It On series. Is there anything else we want to talk about about this episode in particular? Mm, no. Okay. Well, <laughs> then maybe we should head over to the reference desk. Okay. This is a thing we do. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't have too much, actually. Uh, most of the references are in the first act, because it's all bear references. <laughs> 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 but there is, uh, of course, Much Ado About Nothing is the, is the title. Um, Smokey the Bear, 
Uh, Wiggum says, you know, sweet dreams, Smokey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite lines is, it's like a country bear jamboree up in here, <laughs> which is a reference to country bear jamboree. Yeah. Yeah. Which is uh, uh, also a film with Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> so that's right. There's that. And it's a Disney property, it I sure believe. Is. Yeah. Well, which means it's based on a, a, a theme park uh, ride in or show attraction. Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> in Disneyland. Sure. Um, Yoki Bear. Mm-hmm. That's why right, the basket, the picnic the basket. basket. Yeah. Um, Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise, <laughs> yes. and uh, Entertainment Weekly, um, and uh, that's really all I had. Great, mm-hmm. outstanding. Now we like to do something called favorite joke. Okay. So you have to come up with your favorite joke of the episode and, uh, and tell it to us. Don't worry. We'll save you for last. Okay. <laughs> so okay. think about okay. it. Okay. Uh, okay. Do you want to go first? Sure. Okay. Uh, I think my favorite is um, Grandpa telling his story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> when it's like his great-grandpappy or something who's like, you know, uh, you know, that's America. One day we'll go there. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but someday. <laughs> Later that day, we set sail. <laughs> like, it's just a perfect delivery and like, yeah. such a great payoff yeah. to that that little scene. I yeah, uh, that's a great joke. That's a great joke. And we had to move out of the head when we filled it with, with garbage. garbage. <laughs> the end. <laughs> oh, he... he says the end. That's great. Um, my favorite joke, one that makes me laugh maybe more than any other in this particular episode, is Homer saying, "If I could just say a few words, I'd be a better public speaker." And then Bart just <laughs> losing it. <laughs> And no one else and reacting no at all. No one else thinks it's funny. But Bart just being like, <laughs> That was a close second for me, and I was hoping you would yeah. name that as your favorite because yeah. it's, yes, I it's, love that joke so much. It's so funny. It's mm-hmm. so funny. And it's a joke that made me laugh from the first time I saw this when I was probably eight years old mm-hmm. till now. I still love that joke and i can't quite explain it it might be because it it kind of illustrates this bond yes that homer and bart have with each other mm-hmm. that they do get each other mm-hmm. in a really really fun way because homer appreciates bart for his ingenuity and for like the sidekick that he needs a lot of the time. Absolutely. and bart appreciates his dad for being homer <laughs> you know yeah. Like Bart is clearly smarter in most ways than yeah. his dad, but he also finds his dad entertaining mm-hmm. a lot Absolutely. of the time. And so I mean, I think it helps that uh, <laughs> the joke Homer makes is not it's like a dad joke. Yeah, it totally right? is. Yeah. And I think that's why it works because it's not like everyone has a chuckle and then Bart is losing it. It's yeah. no one else is reacting because <laughs> yeah. they're just like, "Oh, like yeah. Like they've they've all probably heard it before yeah. for one thing, yeah. and don't think it's funny, and so they're just like, yeah, okay, go on, like continue your speech. <laughs> but Bart is just like, this is maybe the first time he's heard that joke, and he thinks it's the funniest thing in the world. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's a great ten year old response. Yeah, yeah. Like, pa- pounds his yeah. fist on the table. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, this is in the years where they can still really write kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm, really, really well. Uh, Lisa has a really fun moment as well as a kid when she's like, oh, mom, you're the greatest. Can I have this licorice? Yeah. <laughs> Can I have this licorice? Like, she's trying to butter, butter up. Yeah. yeah. Butter right. up her mom. Yeah. 
I also like the, uh, that's specious reasoning, Dad. Thank you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Because that's a great Lisa moment. Yeah. Where it's like her yeah. using, you know, fancy words or her intellect and yeah. Homer's not on board, but he yeah. thinks he... <laughs> but he's with her still, kind of. Well, he just he thinks that he knows that she's probably she's probably complimenting him. Like, there's why else would she be saying something? <laughs> <laughs> if he doesn't know what the word means, he assumes it's something good. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And uh, Mike? Yes. What's your favorite joke? So I thought about it. Those are all really, really great. <laughs> but I kind of have to go to the, the first quote of the episode um, and talk about the scientist and his his the delivery of his don't touch it like <laughs> is so perfect because in the moment it's it's a very first of all, it's very farcical. And mm-hmm. I love farces like I love the idea of like unexpected entrances and exits and like change in tonality instantly and then back to normal. Right. Like. <laughs> Like, and that's totally what the moment is. He's very intellectual. He's talking about this thing. And he, like, inhumanly bends to look at this lady who's going to touch his computer. And he goes, don't touch it. Like, (laughs) just instantly knows when to turn and stop her. Mm -hmm. And I really, really love that kind of, like, quick comedy um, that's all to do with, like, the timing and um, very silly. And then also what he says afterwards about... (laughs) <laughs> only the most <laughs> five the most kings yes <laughs> you shall be able to afford it like and, and he's I, right. I, I i find that very very funny and witty and quick like there's just a lot loaded into like a, a tiny moment and i, I like really, his really love it. his uh talk about online dating as well his like, yeah. premonition of online dating <laughs> the matches will be so, so precise, precise that it will ruin the thrill of conquest <laughs> yeah. of romantic conquest and uh you know he's right yeah, he's right. <laughs> yeah. All of us are, you know, happily yeah. with someone uh, through online dating, Thanks and there's to... no loneliness in this room at all. Nope. Anyway, not at all. Uh, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. I'm definitely not in this room with two single people, and uh, my long term. And it feels good. Miles across the ocean. <laughs> my long term partner is definitely not thousands of miles away. <laughs> Right now, mm, and I'm not love dying being inside. single. Somewhere out there, <laughs> beneath the pale moonlight, someone's <laughs> thinking of me. I feel like Jack Black in School of Rock. Now, like, Allie, thank you. Yep, that's yeah, thank great. You. Allie, when You're you listen great. to this, sing along with Greg. And then, you know, at least we'll know. There will be like five. <laughs> you're, you're looking at the same blue sky. Yeah. I love that song. That's great. It's great. Um, I wanted to mention real quick, yeah. the beginning of this episode is also very funny with Ned reacting oh, yeah. to the bear. Yeah. I think that's an honorable mention for me. Yeah. Where, his, like, you just see animation of, like, clawing at the door. Yeah. Don't yeah. have time for the secret knock. <laughs> and then just, like, his, like, scream and jump through the glass. And then the payoff of, like, the bear was just sitting there the whole time. Yeah. 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 Bear doesn't give a shit. <laughs> no, he's just, he's like a little just, puppy, just and, being a bear. And yeah. yet, the, it's still the gift that keeps on giving because later, when they're outside discussing the bear being carried away, the, the Ned's wife is out there being like, "Oh, we had to oh, drink yeah. toilet <laughs> water. <laughs> we had to drink toilet You're water." Stuck in there for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> to which Marge's response is like, mm, uh, yeah, "Yeah, people had it pretty bad." Yeah, she, <laughs> no, Marge had some sass in that that delivery. She's really sassy, and I <laughs> that's actually perfect. I yeah. I also adore sass. So definitely, <laughs> definite honorable mention for Marge there. Um, so now we get to uh, go around to a quick little uh, mailbag. 
Um, I got this from Facebook a long ways back. Oh. But I figured even though we haven't uh, taken the time to answer it in weeks, maybe over a month, um, I would like to apologize to Joel for missing this one. Uh, and I hope you haven't uh, given up on your pint bet yet because there's a bet there's a bet going on in this question so i figured we should answer it i guess yeah 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 um so good evening from the uk greg and alan um he's asking that um he just has a quick question to settle a pint bet Mm -hmm. um what's a better episode between joel's personal favorite uh and his friend dan's uh the simpson files and black widower Ooh. The Simpson Files or Black Widower versus Black Widower. Okay. That's a, I mean, those are two very different episodes. Yes, they are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, I like, first I'll say, uh, we haven't got to Springfield Files yet. That's in season eight, I believe. Yeah. He de- Yeah. He means the Springfield Files. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Isn't that what I said? It says the Simpson Files, but oh, it's, yeah, it's gotcha. the Springfield yeah, yeah, Files. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the X Files. Right? I, yeah. I yeah. filled in the gaps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, right. We haven't got to that episode yet. So, you know, I can't talk about the the deep dive that we do on these episodes yeah how i feel about it yet um i remember thinking it's uh a decent episode it's actually one of my lesser episodes in season eight okay not not like bad it's like you know maybe a, a seven or eight out of ten instead of a nine or a ten out of ten yeah yeah sure. you know so it's still one i enjoy but it's not like a favorite um yeah and black widower in season three uh, kind of similar, like kind of yeah. not not a high highly rated one for me in that season. Um, I do remember when we covered that one, I was uh pretty high on it. Yeah. Uh, in a lot of ways because I love the mystery, mm-hmm. right? And that's mm-hmm. like the part of that episode that I really enjoyed. And you could argue that the Springfield Files also has a mystery at its center. Um, I mean, you can argue it because it's true. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's what connects them. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, I think so. If Joel I, and Dan, your two yeah. favorite episodes among you, is actually like uh, similar, interestingly connected. We solved that mystery. There we go. <laughs> I would I would say if I had to pick one of the two, I would pick Black Widower, uh, and that's mostly because Sideshow Bob, I think, is a much better um, I don't know character to go on this mystery journey with than David Duchovny and, and uh, uh, Jillian Jacobs. Jillian Flynn. Jillian. <laughs> That's the author of Gone Girl. <gasps> what? Jillian Anderson is the uh, one we're talking about. Yes, that's about. the one I was trying to remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Gone Girl in 60 seconds. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the girl with the dragon tattoo fast and too furious. <laughs> Hold on. Can we make an entire like franchise of girl movies and car movies? <laughs> the... The, the girl on the train spotting, too. <laughs> girl interrupted the Italian job. <laughs> Damn it, we were in the middle of this Italian job, and this girl interrupted us. Hey, get out of here, get Angelina out of here, Jolie. <laughs> oh. Did you already say one about the train? Girl on the train. Yeah, yeah. I did. Okay. Yeah, was I was the, thinking of mine. It was the train spotter. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Ah, uh, that's that's fun. Anyway, uh, Black Widower would be my my pick of the two. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I I enjoy the mystery in Springfield Files, but yeah, just something about uh, Agent Mulder and Scully um, being present, just a little off putting. 
mm. in a sense because yeah. it's not like the world it's not the springfield simpsons world it's doing one of their crossover things mm-hmm. um for ratings i'm pretty sure you know um so it's just less interesting to me um whereas uh yeah sideshow bob is great and i like that mystery as well I'm coming down on the exact same side as you. Oh boy. On this one. All right. So Black Widower is the So whoever chose that wins yeah. the pint. Yeah, you win the pint. Um, it has been decreed. Yeah. And I have to say it's um it's simply because I'm remembering this moment in uh the Springfield Files where Mo is has a has an orca whale on his back and he's dragging it through the, yeah. the night and I'm like, that's weird. Yeah. And it's um Jesus, it's the feds. Yeah. yeah. And I find that funny, but not in the same way that, that, that Black Widower maintains not just a solid episode, but a solid tone right? throughout that episode. Mm-hmm. So uh, Black Widower, I think, is just a more, a more solid episode. But again, they're not, either of those are not uh, really up there in my, in my, top faves but by no means do i consider the bad episodes mm-hmm. at all i think they're both quite good and um kudos to you guys for choosing such fun episodes for your favorites if anyone else has a pint bet they want to settle us to settle yeah let us know yeah we're more than welcome to do that um happy, happy to do happy that. to do that and welcome to and welcome if you will welcome us <laughs> yes, to do so they will. um uh gone baby gone girl <laughs> yes yes <laughs> wait Yes, that's all I could think of was Gone Baby Gone with something. That was not about cars. No, I know, but it's also a portmanteau of a girl movie, and it works. Don't take this away from me. I, well, we so we're going to uh, no, we didn't. We used no Gone Girl in sixty seconds. Oh, that's, that's right. the first one. Yeah, that's you right. Can't do Gone Baby Gone in sixty seconds. That's right. Unless that's the sequel. That's pretty good too. Yeah. That is pretty good. <laughs> Gone Baby. Gone in 60 seconds. I would watch that. Yeah, I might too. <laughs> Thanks, Nick Might? Cage. Of course you would. It would have Nick Cage in it. You would be totally into Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. We would watch it right after Ghost Rider's Spirit of Vengeance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the best Ghost Rider. There's a, there's a best one? <laughs> yeah, that one. Yes, absolutely. There's no bad Ghost Rider. There's just a best... I mean, and the, the, okay first, the first Ghost Rider movie, you're like, who is this guy? What like what kind of spirit is he? Wait, is he, I don't know. Is he a rider? No, oh, no wait, one, no, no one knows a, what kind of spirit. He's a and ghost. Then like, you know what? <gasps> ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance. You're like, got right. it. Understand? Yeah. Right. I know what he's doing. Yeah. He's, he's he's vengeful and he's a spirit spirits. and he's pissing fire. Yeah, <laughs> gonna be crazy. Oh, it happens <laughs> in the movie. It's actually in the movie. He pisses fire. Yeah, he does Excellent. it in the preview. He does it the, in the trailer. In the trailer but yeah. I thought that was just a gag, a gag for, for the, the trailer. trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I honestly did. I and when I, I saw too. it in yeah. the movie, granted, when I saw it in theaters, because I saw it in theaters, I was <laughs> drunk <laughs> off my ass and I was high. As fuck. Oh boy. But <laughs> I loved it's it. A bit of a pattern with you. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need to have a talk? What are you talking about? <laughs> How's that drink? <laughs> it's empty. It's I good. <laughs> Drake it all. Very lonely. No. Moving on. Uh, we're going to be doing some uh, zombie Simpsons mm-hmm. for, for all of you. Yeah, for all of you who are on Patreon. So not all of you. No, for just for <laughs> the people who are on Patreon. Just, just yeah. Patreon um, if you're waiting for the uh, Patreon to load up before you pay for a month subscription, here's some news. It is. There's a lot of stuff on it. So if you pay $2, you can get access to literally all of it. Mm-hmm. 
$2. I can't remember if it's American or Canadian, but the point is, it's not much either way. <laughs> True. So, so uh, we are be uh, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are going to be doing for our next zombie Simpsons episode. This is uh, for June next month. Mm-hmm. We will be doing "Kill the Alligator and Run" from uh, season fourteen, <laughs> and that's the Florida one. In case you don't know, yeah. and Kid Rock's in it. We will also be doing E-I-E-I Annoyed Grunt. Or E-I-E-I Doe, depending on how you want to read that. Yeah. E-I-E-I Doe, for those of you who might not remember, is the Tamako. Tamako. Yeah, the Tamako episode. The instant I hated the show. Yeah, and we're going to be talking about it. So this is going to be... Fun? Educational. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there might be some rants about, you know, car movies and girl movies mixed yeah. together. We might have more. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike, you got anything coming up soon? You want to plug a Twitter or an Instagram? Oh, God. Nope. Nope. Cool. <laughs> Truly, no. Cool. All right. Uh, Alan, you got anything coming up soon? Mm, not really. I know you do. <laughs> You're in a play. Yeah, that's not for like two months, though. All right. You'll plug it when I'll it's plug time. It closer. All right. People well, that was forget. a fast plug sesh. Yeah. What yeah. about you? Me? You got a show. Me? You're, plug it. You're doing a music thing. A music thing? I do. Yeah. 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 Plug it. Yeah. Okay. I'm doing a show uh, on May. Mm, yeah, May. <laughs> May 18th, which is a Saturday, at um, the Cornerstone Music Cafe in Calgary. Alberta. So those of you who are listening to this, maybe you want to come on to that. That'd be fun. Nice to see you, the guys there. Uh, from, I won't be there. From two to four. Hmm? You won't be there? <laughs> no, I'll be in Vancouver. Oh, that's right. Enjoy <laughs> Vancouver. Uh, so Cornerstone Music Cafe, May 18th, two to four. Um, no cover. We're just playing while you have lunch, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. it's. Uh, you had my attention, but now you have my attention. Oh. <laughs> All right. I forgot the quote. <laughs> What's Fair the first enough. thing he, say, he says? I don't know. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Django Unchained. Uh-huh. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh-huh. They're like talking to him and he says like, you have my something. You had my attention, now you have my interest? Maybe. That sounds, sounds about right. Sounds, sounds something like I mean, I've like. seen a lot of QT movies. I could probably write one. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say goodbye and you do the social media <laughs> thing. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. You can find us on Facebook, uh, Two Bad Neighbors. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Bad Neighbors Pod. And you can email us at the hammock district on third at gmail.com. Numerical three. Thanks to everybody for listening and sign up for that Patreon if you want some of them sweet, sweet bonus episodes. Leave us a review on iTunes. Give us five stars if you want. If you think that's accurate, no pressure. Yeah, don't do it. Just you know, do what you want. Yeah. You'll live your life, yeah. but it helps a lot. It does. It does. <laughs> so if you if you care about us and us continuing to do this show, it's it's just a click and tell your friends about it. Tell your friends. Put a little click. Do a little share. Yeah. Smash that like button. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> 
Thanks to Mike for joining us this time around. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. That's great. <laughs> and goodbye to everybody. And keep watching the skis.